We are giving you all the evidence based only on the secret testimony of the miserable souls who survived this terrifying ordeal. Welcome to the show. This is Earbuds and Earworms, hosted by Amy, the pop-obsessed host who can't spell psychedelic, and... Jason, the resident psychedelic rock and disco aficionado. (laughs) How are you doing this week? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Um, This is the lead up to one of my favorite holidays. So super excited. Halloween. Halloween. (laughs) Here comes Halloween. It's on a Monday. (laughs) Well, it's still awesome. Um, But we also have something to discuss. Like if everyone notices, uh, we have a new logo, which is looking fabulous. Yes. It's thanks. um, It's Chris from sounds like an earful podcast is the designer who did our super fantastic logo. We have an earbud. And kind of like a sneaky worm in there. It's a sneaky little earworm. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been, um, it's kind of super exciting because we did have a terrible picture of my headphones. <laughs> so, or earbuds. It, it's, it's okay. It worked until, <laughs> um, until Chris came along. Thanks, Chris. Yay, it's fabulous. Thanks. Thank you so much. Um, so what has been happening for you this week? Um, well, last, uh, Saturday I met a famous rapper. Oh yeah. I think I saw that. Named Tech Nine. <laughs> and he spells the nine, the letter N, the number nine, the letter N, and then E. But I didn't know that the number nine made an I sound. <laughs> so Tech Nine. Yeah. Sorry, that was me being cheesy. <laughs> no, it's okay. How was that? Oh, it was a great show and it was fun working. <laughs> yeah, I mean you were you work for the New Daisy, so you got to do some fun stuff for that. I got to drive around for a few hours and go to a rap show. Yay! So Yay. I mean I didn't go to a rap show, so congratulations. It's super and, fun. And um they they do this thing called uh Daisyland, like an electronic music show and they have a bunch of DJs come on. So they did that after the Tech Nine show. Oh, that's the w- when you're like, "You know what? I'm going to go sleep." Yeah, I was <laughs> I was the oldest person in the room and I had no idea what they were playing. It's It is instruments with the 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 sounds and the synthesizers and the DJing and stuffs. <laughs> I mean, it was all right, but it's just I don't know. It's it's not really my bag. I see why people like it. Yeah. You just didn't feel like dancing until 3 a.m.? No, I, d- I did dance yesterday to some Stevie Wonder, though. Oh, well, more your style, I suppose. I, I've i been running around because now I've switched my schedule. And um, let's see what else I did this week. I may have dyed my whole head purple. You may have. Maybe. It, it looks like you have. It's slightly purple. <laughs> I've seen I've seen pics, so it's real. Yeah. And I'm also looking at the purple uh, itself. Yeah, so Do you have a matching lipstick on? Uh no, I have a pink lipstick, but it's faded a little bit. Because apparently once you go to the salon, which I've never gotten my hair dyed professionally or bleached, the next thing you know you go to a Walgreens and you buy a lipstick for the first time. So God knows what I'm going to look like in a week. I might actually have actual makeup on. Who knows? But this is all for my Ramona Flowers costume for Halloween. Oh. Yep. So that's Scott Pilgrim versus the uh, the universe, I think. Yeah. 
I'm sorry, it's either versus the world or versus the universe. I'm too excited about the the costume. So versus the world, isn't it? Yeah, it's versus the world. But I love that movie so much. And there's you know a Ramona, the song Ramona by Beck is played during there. So I got really excited. And then of course you have um you have a different type of costume going on. Um, I'm not sure what I was thinking. There. I don't either. <laughs> Anyway, um, I got bored. I wasn't feeling very creative, and I googled, um, I googled costumes for bearded men. Oh, is that how you came upon this? Yes, and there was Macho Man Randy Savage. Okay. Um, there are a few other great ones. There's plenty of people I could have been, but I chose Bob Ross. Yes, but you have Except a twist. <laughs> there's a twist. So. Why is it that only women get to wear sexy costumes? I don't think... No, I don't know. I think there's plenty of men who get to wear sexy costumes. But well, when you think of a sexy costume, you don't think of a sexy Bob Ross. Well, oh, yeah. Tomorrow night, I'm going to be sexy Bob Ross. Are there fishnets involved? I do have some leggings that have uh, roses on them. Okay. Uh, I'll be in my uh, brown leather ankle boots. Mm-hmm. I have Daisy Dukes. Oh, my God. Uh, I have a denim shirt that I'm going to tie up, and I have a professional makeup artist from Mac, my friend Amy Chan, who I was in a band called Away Team with. Yes, which we will get to later. Uh, she's she's coming to do my makeup full eye. Uh, we'll maybe do some lashes and lips, and she's going to put some white in my beard. Add my afro wig. I have a palette, oil paints, uh, canvases, brushes. So are they going to be happy little flowers on your leggings? And I'm going to paint happy trees for people, and they're going to have a great party. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah, I'm just going to wander around looking like Ramona Flowers and go trick-or-treating with Voltron. And, well, we haven't decided what Dakota's going to go as. But either way, I have a special connection with Halloween. Um, I love Halloween super a lot. And it's because I was born on the 30th of October. So when Halloween rolls around, I'm just thinking candy, faux free, and it's a holiday that you can be born next to, but you don't get shafted on presents. Correct. Yeah, it isn't like Christmas. And then it's like the whole world celebrating your birthday because they're all giving you free candy and dressing up. So, But there's a whole discussion about candy. So... We have a special guest to talk about that. Yes, we do. A very special guest. (laughs) Who is it? You won't believe this, but I just found this guy downstairs. It's Dakota. It's my husband. And I brought him in to talk about my favorite aspect of Halloween, which is the candy. Hey, Dakota. Hi. (laughs) He's only being forced slightly to do this. But, so, we actually have long conversations about the fact that old women taste in candy. What is your taste in candy if it's old women taste? I don't want to taste old women. <laughs> oh, gross. No, um, you know those black and orange toffee things? Really? Yes, I like them. And Dakota declares that those are the nastiest things ever. I don't even think I've ever eaten one. Have you, Dakota? Basically, Amy is the bottom feeder of the Halloween candy dish. <laughs> so everything that gets picked, you know, because everyone picks the top, the best stuff. The uh, Reese's Pieces are probably the best candy you can get, in my opinion. The, you know, the peanut butter cups. And uh, Snickers. And then after you clean up everything else, 
all that's left are Tootsie Rolls, candy corn, <laughs> unnamed candy that has no one's ever going to put their name on it because it's horrible. Or the crazy Mexican candy that you can't understand what it's written in. <laughs> exactly. That stuff. Or, um, wait, d- does everybody like the peanut butter, like, crunchy things? Those are good. Okay. Yeah, good. Does it have a brand name on it? I don't know. Then I probably don't eat it, unfortunately. <laughs> but I like those, and I'm also a massive fan of the banana Laffy Taffy. Okay, that's that's good stuff. Okay, but Jason really likes um, having the candy corn. Candy corn? <laughs> yes, candy corn. And the, the pumpkins and everything, and I agree with him on that. It's nostalgic. Yep. What's your favorite candy, Dakota? I just mentioned it. I mean, what else? It can't just be the the name brand ones. There's got to be like some strange candy you like. When I grew up, no, there's there's not. <laughs> when I grew up, you could take a Reese's peanut butter cup and get anything. You get like two of anything out of anyone's bucket. So we used to trade candy and stuff. Oh yeah, me me and my sister traded a lot of candy. That's like gold. I would have felt like I was winning during these candy trades because y'all guys don't like any of the good stuff. No, you'd be losing that. <laughs> I do like good stuff. It's just that me and my sister, Crystal, had different tastes. Like, I never liked chewing gum or Starburst. So if I had that, I could get some Snickers or some Kit Kats. Yeah, we understood the candy exchange rate better than Amy did. Yeah, wait, what's everybody's feeling on Double Bubble? I don't like bubble gum or gum. What do you think? It's horrible. It's like, it's like, it doesn't matter what, how old or new it is, it's always rock hard. And then you chew it and it's like, okay, yeah, bubble gum. And then you keep chewing it and suddenly it's, it's lost all taste and it's just tough. I really stiff. like it. Your mouth gets tired and you're like, I'm just really tired of chewing this. And you spit it out. Well, banana laughing taffy. You, you know what? You can't blow a bubble with, I mean, you can, but it's like not that great. What you do is you get three pieces of it and you chew it for a long time and then you can blow the bubble. That's a lot of work. <laughs> Bubblelicious is the best for blowing bubbles. Yeah, opinion. I would have traded you the Bubblelicious for the double bubble. For, and for Halloween. No. Never. Did you have the, the house on the block that had, like, the king size? No? No houses like that? Did you? Um, No, we were on the poor side of Bartlett. <laughs> That's the joy of living out in the country. Like, there's, like, a string of houses that half the kids forgot to go, and they would just get, like, I don't know, eight king size. And so I... We'd always go there for the Butterfingers, and then be giant Butterfingers, and they'd mysteriously disappear because our parents would eat those. Hmm. <laughs> Taxation. Yes, it's, yeah. it's rent. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, I think we're going to let poor Dakota go because he suffered long Thanks, enough. Thanks, Dakota. Thank you, Dakota, for being our first guest. Glad to be here. <laughs> Bye. Well, whatever. I still love Tootsie Rolls no matter what. I never really liked Tootsie Rolls that much. I don't know why. They never appealed to me. I guess um, they just get stuck in my teeth. They're just nostalgia for me. One time I couldn't go trick-or-treating, and my dad had us trick-or-treat around the house. And at the couch, we'd have to yell trick-or-treat, and he would give us, like, the only candy he had in the house was a giant bucket of Tootsie Rolls. So... That's that's adorable, actually. <laughs> yes. That's adorable. But we couldn't go trick-or-treating, and so that's what my dad did to compensate. So whenever I have a Tootsie Roll, it's like that memory in my mouth. 
but in, not in a creepy way. Sorry, that was just weird. No, it's okay. I didn't even think that at all. I'm just thinking about all those candy corn and candy pumpkins that are sitting on your laptop. <laughs> no, you're not allowed to eat <laughs> during the <laughs> during the podcast. I know we talked about this. <laughs> yeah. uh, there's there's no eating on the podcast, and there is no monster mash allowed on the Halloween spec. No, no, no monster mash. But we do have some other music. A thousand thundering thrills await me Facing insurmountable odds Greatly the female of the species Is more deadly than the male Shock, shock, horror, horror Shock, shock, horror I'll shout myself hoarse For your supernatural force The female of the species is more deadly than the moon. Oh, she deals in witchcraft and one kiss and times that boy. How can heaven hold a place for me when a girl like you just cast a spell on me? Oh, how can heaven hold a place for me I hope you're enjoying this funky, jazzy little jam. Um, this this mix of this song is called the Fembot Mix. It originally appeared on the Austin Powers soundtrack, the first film. I read that they are actually still talking about a fourth film, which they have been talking about for about eight years now. But um, what I like about this mix is that uh, it features prominently a theremin and nothing's more halloween than a theremin no (laughs) nothing at all um but as far as the um the lyrics go i kind of feel from my perspective that it's this man giving giving himself over to the woman like she's in charge she's enchanting him and he's you know going for it (laughs) well she's going for him right so i mean let's see uh it was also from a a kipling poem right rudyard rudyard i did uh i did listen to the poem yeah and it's really cool yeah it's really cool but it kind of like it hits me the same as this song does a little bit i do agree that it's this mix is way better than the original one which um, is very, very 90s. But in this one, they really brought out the vocals. They really, they switched it from this kind of xylophone synth to a piano. And I, yeah, I think it just sounds, it's like a better mix overall. Um, I do think that, okay, so it does bring in this kind of horror film type of thing, you know, shock, shock, horror, horror. Um, but it also, this is whenever I get to be the unfunny feminist liberal is when I'm like, oh, seriously, are they talking about girls being witches and being cast in the bad light and like the biblical sense? But that's me being my, you know, overly educated feminist self thinking about how they're using witch and entrantment and sort of the guy like not taking credit for anything but you know i just see it 
I don't see it as witch, witchcraft, or any of that in a negative light, but that's, I'm also a man. Right. Well, I also think that they're also really going from the Kipling poem as well. Um, that's kind of how it, it goes. And of course, for many millennia, men get scared of women's power over their junk. So that's mostly it. It's like, oh, a woman can bewitch your junk. So, but yeah, that's, that's kind of where like I listened to the song and I was like, oh, I remember the song. And I'm like, wow, I don't remember having these feelings about it. But you know, that's also flaming feminist. I'm wearing my Hillary Clinton oh, very bandana. Nice. Very nice. <laughs> yeah. So, you early voted, right? I early voted. I early remember Stephen Cohen. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, but, um, so yeah, like I had some feelings about it, but then I was like, well, this is actually pretty historically based. You got your Kipling poem, which, um, the actual line I believe is, um, it's female, the species is deadlier. Or, yeah. Is more deadly. Exactly the refrain in the song. Is directly from the poem. So, I mean, they did their history. Um, it's a British band named Space. They are Liverpudlian. <laughs> Just say that one again. They're Liverpudlian. <laughs> they say it in a Liverpudlian oh accent. Oh my God! If we have any Liverpudlian people, just send the uh, send the mad angry tweets to the at the JV guarantee at the JV guarantee man. <laughs> you know. So, but I did bring some facts. Um, so uh, about six years ago, actually, pretty much exactly six years ago, I visited Salem, Massachusetts. And I was, uh, I got to go and tour like all of the graves of the people who were killed, or at least the memorial for the people who were killed during the Salem witch trials, of which only one was a man, and he was pressed to death while neither admitting or denying that he was a witch, and his name was Giles Corey. That's interesting. How many women were killed? And you know what? I didn't look that up before the show, but it's it's quite a few. Um, I got to stay in the Hawthorne uh, Hotel, which is supposedly the most haunted place. And I was like staying in the bed with one of my friends. And so she really believed in ghost stories and I didn't really, but she always slept with the TV on and she was between me and the TV. And so I woke up and like... I freaked out because, like, she, I woke up, she sat up, and then I just started screaming, which caused her to scream, and then all you could hear is the whole floor waking up, and I'm like, well, we just created, like, a ghostly experience for everyone, but she always made me go into the bathroom first because she thought it was haunted. Huh. A haunted bathroom. Yeah, well, I, I wouldn't want to use the bathroom in a haunted bathroom. Right. So that's um, that was my Salem experience. It was very fun. I got to go on the ferry and all that stuff. I would always suggest definitely go to Salem, Massachusetts during Halloween. It's super fun, super creepy, super expensive. Just be prepared. But Well, it, how expensive? Um. Well, I know that they have a lot of balls that we didn't do, and there's a lot of different things that they they have you can do a lot of different tours but for me i went for the food and for like the the spookiness i just wanted to like get out of the house and stuff so we went to salem and it's like she decided she wanted to go and i was like well heck yeah i love halloween let's go and so that was kind of my birthday present to myself that year that's an awesome birthday present <laughs> to yourself i'm yeah. impressed and it was right after i stopped eating meat 
a lot. So it was the first meat I got to have that was factory farmed. It was before this like small local food thing started up in like in mass and I lived out in the country so I never got the chance so it was my first steak in 10 months it was amazing that's a mighty steak yeah and because I was in New England I got to have all the seafood that I like so it was great but um so okay so anything else on the song for you um it's just it's really groovy and jazzy um does it make you dance it does make me dance, and I've been listening to the Austin Powers soundtrack for the last week. Oh, oh yeah, I think that's what probably tainted my feelings about us because I don't like Austin Powers. Why? Because he's a misogynist. <laughs> well, that's just like I just could not. There's that type of humor was just not for me, and I know that it's funny for people, and I just didn't enjoy it. I just felt like this lame wet blanket during the Austin Powers time. <laughs> I was a wet blanket during Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, this would be a good time to segue into my short little ditty. Little ghost, little the first moment that I met her, I did not expect the specter when I shook her hand, I really shook her glove. She looked into me so sweetly, and we left the room discreetly, no one else could know the secret of our love. Little ghost, little ghost, what I'm scared of the most, can you scare me up a little bit of love? I'm the only one that sees you, and I can't do much to please you, and it's not your time to meet the Lord above. So what you've been listening to is this playful and little jingly little song called Little Ghost from the White Stripes, which is, you know, Jack White, Meg White. And, uh, I just love this song. I went through various different songs I was going to put in this show, but this one kind of hits that playful mood that I love about Halloween. It's not all horror. It's not all scary. No blood and guts and things like that. It's no just gore. no gore. It's like the sweetest little ghost story ever. And it's a little love song, which the major twist is there's a ghost. And I love the part where he says, it looks like I was dancing with the wall. And it was just such a, <laughs> <laughs> it was such a fun little like, insertion in the lyrics i love jack white in general but i loved this song it just made me happy and yeah it's like most of my feelings of how halloween is is really just encompassed in this adorable little song it is it is really cute it kind of reminds me of the the casper movie from the 90s yeah, but with Christina was, Ricci. Is, I guess that kind of is it. Even though you know he could touch, like, kind of they were interacting a lot more than you know. Oh, I found I was just holding a glove and stuff like that. But yeah, like it was, it was sweet. I don't know, it's so sticky sweet. It makes me happy. <laughs> it, it really makes me happy too. Yeah, it's such an adorable little song. So, um, anything else? Oh. It's basically just a whimsical little ditty about being in love with an apparition. Um, I, I know you use the word playful. I think the lyrics are fun. The melody is led by Jack White's mandolin and Meg White on what I think is a bass drum and a tambourine. Well, she is a drummer. 
she is. And this um, this album was a little different from some of their previous stuff together. Yeah, uh, this wasn't the same one with a Seven Nation Army on it. I don't believe that was the next one. Yeah, they kind of got away from some of the garage rock stuff on this one. Uh, yeah, get get behind me, Satan. Yeah, and what, what's what's really cool is actually Jack White is in Tennessee now. He's, he is. Yeah, he has this love of the Delta Blues as well, and but I believe his Third Man Records is actually in Nashville. But I I did actually stand in line for hours in heels to get a special pressed third uh, third records Johnny Cash album or like EP. Oh yeah, I've seen this record. Yeah, yeah, I've seen this record in my house. So yeah, that's a it was a Sun Studio repressing, and they were actually at Sun Studios, which is in Memphis. Hey. We just high-fived for those. It was super loud, obviously. I was there, uh, let's see, Sunday. Yeah. You no, said- no, 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 no. I don't remember what day it was. It was Monday, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I mean, it's really close to where we live. Like, we live two miles from Sun Records, right? I mean, I'm from. I'm about two miles from Sun Records. You're probably about two miles. Uh, I'm probably a little further away from the studio, but it turns out that I know everybody who works there. Yeah. So I was doing some Lyft promotion, handing out some cards. I met a French Canadian couple who downloaded Lyft and used it for the first time to get back to Graceland. Pretty stoked about that. Oh my God. They went to Graceland. The one place that Memphians don't go. Well, they were staying at the new Heartbreak Hotel. Oh yeah, they are. Another place Memphians don't go. Have you ever been to Graceland? I have driven past it, but then I saw the price per ticket, and I was like, mm, "No." Just trust me, folks. If you come, if you come to Graceland, go during Christmas time because nobody's there. No, they put up Christmas lights all over the property, and every room had its own Christmas tree, vintage Christmas tree that they would put up. Does it make it worth the thirty to forty dollars a ticket? Yeah, I mean, you should at least do it once, right? Right, I guess, uh, okay, I know. Now I'm just a terrible Memphian. <laughs> Speaking of ghosts. Oh, uh, my God. Uh, hurrah, hurrah. <laughs> so, um, but also, we want to premiere a new segment. Ear Buddies. Ear Buddies. So, we got some suggestions from some people. Uh, Bobby. And he he put on our Facebook page, Ghost from Halsey, which sounds like this. I'm searching for something that I can reach. I don't like them innocent. I don't want no face fresh. Want them wearing leather bag and let me be your taste test. I like the sad eyes, bad guys, mouth full of white lies. Kiss me in the corridor, but quick to tell me goodbye. Just say that you're no good for me, cause I'm always tugging at you, Steve. And I swear I hate you and you leave, but I like it anyway. My And our good friend Jan put Dracula's Wedding, which sounds like this. 
Thanks, Jan. Thank you, Bobby. (laughs) All right. So let's just, this is the segment where we actually come together over something. And Jason and I, we sat in discussion for a while because there's a lot of things that we both love about Halloween. One is candy. Yes, I do love candy. We discussed that earlier. But one thing we do both also love are... Theremins. <laughs> so theremins, it's the it's a crazy instrument that actually it uses, I believe, electricity and proximity. Uh, yeah, I think it has something to do with oscillation, and it's like there's a field around the antenna. So one antenna um, that looks more like an L shape or goes straight up is the pitch antenna. And if you're close to that antenna, you have a higher pitch. Further away is a lower pitch. Then you have uh, kind of a horseshoe-shaped antenna. That's your volume. Right. You control the volume by how close and far away you are from that antenna. And, of course, you can run that through tons of effects. And also, it's just super spooky and awesome sounding. And And a lot of classic old movies really implement this. What's your favorite one? Um... Yeah, probably maybe something like Forbidden Planet. You like Forbidden Planet? Yeah. So my favorite is actually um, Ed Wood's Plan 9 from Outer Space. It uses it beautifully as well as the um, Tim Burton uh, Ed Wood movie. They also heavily use the theremin, but there's nothing that's got a cooler, spookier sound. And I just, I am super fascinated by it. And earlier today, I actually sent you a video of the Badger theremin. (laughs) Oh Lord, the Badger theremin. Which is a taxidermied, uh, it's a taxidermied badger. <laughs> <laughs> Jason has obviously not watched the video of this magical creature. I promise I'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> You're turning so red now. That's, it's either white or red. <laughs> yeah, so it's a taxidermied badger that has been turned into a theremin. So... <laughs> When they're making music with it, they're using it just like a theremin, but it looks like you're doing some sort of crazy witchcraft on this badger, which is hiding the theremin inside of it. We both know a musician who's a taxidermist. We can make that happen. I know. Like, I believe you have some theremins. I I used to own a couple. I sold them. I had a pitch-only model, which is just one antenna, but you could easily control the volume with that with a volume pedal or a volume knob. Or we could stick it inside of some sort of taxidermy bird. And then you can be... (laughs) Sorry. That's that's possible, too. Um, I owned um, an optical theremin or photo theremin, Mm -hmm. and I did a series of experiments with it, uh, none of which I have on record. Did you just stare at it? No, um, it's, that's a, I think theremin is a whole nother show. <laughs> There's so much to cover with theremin. I mean, theremin. I can tell you the entire history of the theremin, why it became popular when it wasn't. That sounds intense. Not really. <laughs> is it as intense as the badger theremin? No, nothing's as intense as a badger theremin. <laughs> You're so going to have to see that video because it's magical. So, um, y- 
if you like this show and you want to contribute and definitely if you want some music put in here, uh, definitely our next episode is actually going to be about the election. Dum, 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 but it's going to be a no politics, like no nonsense kind of, we're going to just celebrate the fact that we can vote because this year, let's just not get in any fights about the election. Episode one was enough of my ranting. And don't get me started on voter ID laws, especially in Tennessee. It's it's not good. Yeah. Well, I didn't have any problems because I took all forms of my identification possible, just in case. I took my driver's license like I do every time. Well, I had my like social, I had all sorts of ID on me, like my social and my university, which wouldn't have worked. And then I had my like, uh, license. And I think in my purse, I might have had my purse certificate. So I was like, I don't know how intense this is going to be. <laughs> when was the last time you voted? Uh, uh 2012. Oh, jeez Louise. <laughs> Come on, Amy. We need you on the team. I know. So next um, next episode is going to be all election all the time, but it's really just going to be a feel-good America is not a crappy place. Let's enjoy the ability to vote and let our voices be heard. So if you have any suggestions for music, please contact us at Madam Woolite or... The JV Guarantee. Or... At an E and E pod on Twitter. And then we also have the Earbuds and Earworms podcast, uh, which is the Facebook group. And then E and E pod at gmail.com. There really is no excuse for you to not contact us. Um, Please contact us. We love getting feedback. We want to hear from you. We do. And it also helps us so much make a show that you'll enjoy. So, but, um, yeah, we also, for this ending, we have a perfect song. It's, it's, in my opinion, it's a scary song and I watched it get written and I recorded drums on it and I was there for all the sessions. Yes. Um, it's a band I used to be in called Away Team. Yes. And this is, this is actually Jason's old, it uh, was originally Jobu Grupo. Grupo Jobu. Grupo Jobu. And then it was the away team once you added your singer. And so we're going to leave you with Nosferatu by away team.